eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. How long have you been sitting on that one? A while? That's pretty good. It's pretty good. The Fuck. foolishness that's going on today. Oh, there's a lot. Yeah. And just wait till this trade goes Tom down. Tom Foolery, yeah. man. Oh, dude, I'm going to be dancing back here. A lot of Tom Foolery. Welcome back. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. Of course, Kyle with the Tom Floyd behind the glass. You guys with us, 215-592-9494. For one hour from now, it is a Fransky Friday. We'll talk to Scott about the red-hot Phillies. Nine straight road wins for the Phillies is ridiculous, and they uh, win again last night in Chicago. Come home tonight to take on the Nats for three games, and then right back to the road, kind of a weird schedule. But Scott will join us at 12. At 1 o'clock, Mike O'Connor writes to Ricky Sanchez. 215-592-9494 is how you hop in. A lot to discuss. Are you sure? The Sixers are actually better off without Harden as the trade is seemingly imminent now. I'm not. Hugh and Kyle are. And, of course, we can all dream, right? We can dream on what Daryl Morey could do with a trade here of James Harden. I mean, there's realistic things and probably kind of role players and money they could swap. But but what what are the dream scenarios here? This, uh, I like to call it windy season. Brian Windhorst on ESPN yesterday, he started throwing out some big names to keep an eye on. It now appears like Philadelphia may be in need of a point guard. And there may be an option there for Kyrie Irving to continue to to test that situation. So I would not be surprised if we see Kyrie want to investigate what's going on in Philadelphia. If Harden moves out, if there's a window for him to come in. Hugh, are you um, ready to cue up the circus music? Because we're going to need that. Yes. I'm okay with Kyrie being I said that before. I just don't give him the mic. Just don't ask him questions. Like, see, this is like if, if something happens, if Kyrie comes here, and something happens bad, it's the media's fault. That's the first time I'm going to go ahead and turn, turn on the media, even though I'm a part of the media. He's a fraud. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't ask him any questions. Don't ask him any questions about the earth, his beliefs, or anything like that. We good. Even, yeah, Howard, even, stay when, away. even, I, when, even when he posts something, I, you can't ask about it? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah there's that. Yeah. Three, four, five, sixers. I would love to have Kyrie here. You know how they go into – I don't even know if they've used, they still put this up now, but like you used to go into like a store or a deli and it's like X number of days without an incident. You ever see those signs? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we okay. need one here, X number of days of the last Kyrie incident. More li- well, If he came here, it's more likely that we see him 
just swimming down the school behind us, then we get a month without nonsense from Kyrie Irving. It, it would. I believe in Kyrie. Yeah, I, I, I believe I, that he would be <laughs> on his best behavior. Oh, sure he would. All right, so Kyrie is a potential name. Who else does Wendy have for us? The other name here is Dame Lillard. Is it possible that Philadelphia, if James Harden moves out, could acquire assets from Los Angeles, put their assets together, and prepare an offer for Dame Lillard? That uh, is an option. Now, see, now we're talking, everybody. Now, Daryl Morey, Dame time. Daryl Morey has lost me for years. I don't think he's been good enough or creative enough as a Sixers executive. If he can somehow spin Harden for role players, draft picks, whatever, assets, right? And then spin that plus whatever he still has left here to get Dame Lillard. Hugh, that's that's a that's a game changer. I like it. I would be okay with that. You know, as long as Tyrese Maxey is still here and we can still get those assets that we're talking about, I am definitely okay. With well, that. I mean, you play it out. If if somehow they could have Lillard, Maxey, somehow and Embiid, we're talking about. I would say the favorite in the East. I'm okay with that. Yeah, and 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 one of the top two or three favorites to win the whole thing. That so he, let me quickly give my my wish list here. If I had a wish list of, and this is just dreaming. I mean, I don't think that any of these things are going to happen. Number one would be Dame on my wish list. If the Sixers could somehow spin this three way trade, whatever, and get Dame. Number two, and already there's seemingly some pushback on this that it, it's not going to happen. But it's Paul George, right? It, it, if you could convince the Clippers, like, hey, we don't really want the role players, just give us Paul George. I would take that. Number three, because the Knicks has, have been brought up in all this. I don't really understand the Knicks fit unless they're willing to give Jalen Brunson, which they would be crazy to do. But if they want to give Jalen Brunson the Sixers, I would do it in a heartbeat. And then I'd have Kyrie last on the list because you guys know how I feel. The, the Kyrie thing Ky- is – Kyrie's different. He, that's a great word. But he can play. He, he, he's as good of a finisher at the basket for a little Flat guy. Out, probably like, since like Iverson. Phenomenal, it's phenomenal player. But he's, he's different. He's very – I mean, he's not different. He's – He's different. Yeah. That's the word we're using. Okay. <laughs> we don't want to use any trigger words, but no. he's different. Is there like, could he be more different? Because a lot of people are different. He's a different level of different. He's different words. <laughs> like, because see, this is the thing about different. When you say different, it's all in the way you say different. Yeah. Like you say, say, hey, well, you know, how's this person? Oh, he's different. But you say, well, how's Kyrie? Oh, He's different. Yeah, and you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and you have to look at, you have to give him the look. Oh, he's yeah, different. Yeah. yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, yeah he's quite different, and uh, he'd be fourth on my list. So Dame, Paul George, Brunson, Kyrie, that's that's kind of the dream list if Maury could pull any of those off. I doubt it. We're talking more like, you know, Terrence Mann and, and maybe Powell and, and Marcus Morris coming back for the Clippers. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in here. A lot to discuss on the Harden front. Are you sure they're better off without James Hart. Let's go to Bob in Williamson. Hey, Bob. Hey, I think there's a little miscommunication. I'm not trying to, to call you out at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, yesterday on Twitter, I kind of praised you because what you said was you were actually the only guy. You said, I wanted to opt in, and then we could even trade him this summer. So right, I actually right. praised you. I, I said, that's fantastic. I said, I can't believe you hit her right on the head. I'm so proud of you. But today, you, you had me confused now because – this is exactly the way it played out. If they traded him two weeks, it's exactly what you wanted. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened. Joe got scared. He looked at the reality of the situation with James Harden not being here, and he got a little nervous. He got so, a little nervous. You could, but you, isn't that what he said yesterday? It he is. Out exactly he did, but then, he, but then when it actually happened, because he said it because he didn't think it was going to happen. Well, and a couple of the other thing that played out differently a little bit, Bob, is it seems more now than I anticipated yesterday that Harden is still controlling this, like. If he's tra- if he day. 
But that's what it was the same. Right. <laughs> no, but yesterday, but yesterday, yesterday was a hypothetical. Now we're dealing in you know still rumors, but reality. Like yesterday, when I said it, I, I was taking it from the perspective of if he opts in, they kind of control the situation. They could keep him, they could trade him, whatever. But he's opting in and demanding a trade, which means like let's just. But wait, but isn't that what what you wanted only not the demand, but the? I mean, they have to have an idea. He had to say, "I'm going to, I'm going to opt in." Because he, they're good enough friends to where he probably said, "I want to go here, 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 and here," and they're going to work that out. So I think they didn't just do it. These guys didn't just do it half-assed. You're probably right about that. Hard. You're probably right. But now, now that he's in a sense calling his shot here, like he and I, and we don't know how much, but with all the Clippers noise, and it just sounds like he's telling them, "I want to go to the Clippers." Like they they can't just get back the best offer. They have to take the best offer the Clippers have to offer. It's not. It's not as appealing as it felt, uh, you know, a day ago. It's it's still Bob. This is still better than them giving giving him a four year deal. But we'd all agree I on tell that. You, the, the way the way we're different, I'd be taking victory laps today. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Bob? I, I'm I'm wrong often enough. I don't take that many victory laps. I, I kind of let the, them go away. But you had it right on point yesterday. Just acknowledge it. Well, good. Yeah. well, you acknowledged it for me, Bob, and I appreciate it for that. Bob, we appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I mean, that's, this is what I wanted to happen, but it doesn't mean they're going to necessarily be a better team. They have to go execute a trade now and get better. Yeah, you can't, but you can't be afraid of that, though. And I think that's how most people feel is because regardless of what the outcome was, on some level, James Harden was comfortable. People were comfortable with him because they knew that you were going – to the playoffs. I mean, it was a given. But the outcome is more than likely going to be what it's been. You know, you're not going to get past the right. second round. So I'm okay with the unknown going into the season. And on top of that, I'm okay with the development and figuring out what we have with Tyreek Maxey. Well, you know, that becomes now, Hugh, the most interesting part of next season. Regardless of who they trade, you know, Harden for, let's, let's say they get – you know, secondary parts from the Clippers. It's Terrence Mann, Norman Powell, those kind of players. You know, nice players in the NBA, but not not scorers, not great players or, or 25-point-per-game scorers. Hugh, the next, the, the biggest story heading into next season is how good could Maxie get? Is he ready to become more of a playmaker? Can he can he develop in that area? That It's a big part of this. 215-592-9494. Look, th- th- there is a path now for the Sixers to take this and become better, but it's just a path. Darryl Moore has got to do it. In the moment, today, right now, the day the trade gets made, they're not going to be a better team on paper. That That's just – it's not it's not going to happen. Tim's up, Tim is in Upper Ch- Chichester. What's up, Tim? Guys, good morning. It's my first time calling into the show. I, I used to call in a lot with Joe and John, and uh, I've been listening to you guys, though, since you guys took over. You're doing an excellent job, both of you guys. Thank, oh, you, thank you, Tim. We appreciate, appreciate that. that. You're welcome. Um, Joe, I got it. I got it. I, <laughs> I cannot see how you could possibly want this guy back. I, I'm going to give you a disclaimer. So first off, I'm not a basketball fan. I know what I'm watching when I'm watching it, but I don't make a habit out of watching it. And especially after the Phillies collapse, the Eagles just giving it away in the second half. The last thing I, and the last couple of years with the Sixers, I was not about to get personally invested in that last series. So I watched the last couple games, and when I was watching game six, uh, right before that girl made that comment about, you know, Harden not trying and and Embiid not trying, I was thinking the same thing. I remember watching at one point there, um, I can't remember exactly what happened. Someone took a shot. Nobody rebounded, of course, and 
Harden is sitting on the court. He did it like three possessions in a row. We're at the end where we didn't get the ball back. He didn't fall back on defense. He just sat there. Just sat there. Mm-hmm. He sat there like a kid who's playing t-ball in center field and sitting down picking daisies. There's six minutes left. If this is how this guy is going to perform for us, right, in crucial moments of games, why the hell would you want him back? So, I, Tim, I hear you, and I, I, you're nothing that you said is wrong there. It's frustrating. It's annoying. I don't think it represents the city, which which is is frustrating because you want players that that kind of make you feel like you're proud of them, and and it's it's always hard to be proud of James Harden. But Tim, it's not that I want him back. It's just now that we know he's going to leave, right? I'm I'm faced with that reality. He wants out. They're going to trade him. They could be worse without him. I'm not saying that they that they can't be better, but like that is a reality that I think people are just happy today. But they could be a worse team without him. He is a good player, and that's and you're right. They could be. They could be. You know what? And 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 WIP could be worse without one of you two, right? Uh, they, they could, could be. be, or they could There's be better. A, yeah, that, yeah, that's possible. That, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're throwing a could be out there, and this guy has shown that he's got zero heart. Zero. And you know what? Embiid, him as well, as far as I'm concerned, get rid of both of them. I mean, to hear the comments that Joel made after the game, uh, oh, it can't, it can't just be. Me and uh, James. Yeah. It, that's uh, Tim, it, it, was, it was as mad as I've ever been at Joel. It was such a lack of accountability for his play in that game. It, it, it was ridiculous. I mean, and it came, well, it came down to both of them. Yeah. They're both exhibiting the same characteristics. You know, Maybe we look really good because we're making the playoffs, and maybe we look really good because we were so bad during the process that we we have nothing to compare the current team to because the current team is being compared to basically a a, a Little League team playing against the pro team. I mean, the process dumbed down basketball. So now we make the playoffs and go a little bit far. We think we're doing really great. Well, of course we are because we were like, oh, and like 210 – for the prior 10 years. I mean, the process screwed this town. That's what it comes down to. Well, and it, it did break our brains a little bit too. Tim, we appreciate the call. Appreciate listening. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I, I come down to, th- this is what's in my head, and I understand Harden is his own unique person. He's different than everybody else. How often in the NBA does the team that trades the star of the trade actually get better when the player leaves? You know what I mean? Like, usually if you're trading the best player, you, you don't actually get better when that player leaves. The Sixers could. I'm not saying it's impossible, but Hugh, they have to replace the production. Maybe it's Maxi. It's, it's the production. I, yeah, I, but I think that the thing that you're missing with this is the the effort. I think if you, I would rather, I would rather have a squad, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, because I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with this, of a bunch of guys that probably aren't as talented, but they're going to give me everything that they have on a day to day basis, than a star who only plays when he feels like playing. I'd rather have those guys that work hard, that have the work ethic, that embody what I want my team to be over a guy that's probably more talented than all of them and, but only plays when he wants to play. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's where I think 
that's where you have to start. And here's the thing, too, Joe, that I believe needs to happen. If you've got a bunch of guys that can that can play and play the fundamental style that you want them to play, and if you draft well, you got a chance of drafting drafting a diamond in the rough that turns out to be a star that understands the fundamentals and the way that the game should be played, and and you get a, a huge surprise. You could, and, and that that could change change the team. I would love to understand what Daryl Morey's thinking right now is because you all of the stuff you said. I, you're right about the the fundamentals, teamwork, culture. But the other thing is things have to line up. That's why when the season ended, my first thought, and I think our last caller had the same thought, blow the whole thing up, right? Start from scratch. If they're getting young players back, does that really line up with Joel Embiid's timeline? Like, what what are we doing here? Or is the plan to get a trade for Harden and then get another star? Like, that's that would be more appealing to me. That would make me feel good about this. All right, let's get the latest here because we got some – um, you know, I, I would call it breaking news. It's all breaking nonsense and yeah. rumors and slop. It's it's NBA slop out there. But here is Brian Windhorst this morning on Dame Lillard and the possibility of the Sixers and this whole thing ending up there. Here is Wendy. I think they would love to target Damian Lillard. The question is, is Dame Lillard going to ask for a trade? And if he does ask for a trade, would he try to get himself traded to Philadelphia or would he have another option? I think one of the people, one of the teams that is watching all of this very closely are the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat were sitting there as the team that were trying to make an offer for Dame Lillard if he came to market, which we're still not 100% sure if he is. Mm-hmm. Dame has is, is, is decided not to do that at this point. But depending on what the Sixers get for Harden, they potentially improve their hand in that type of trade. And let me just say, it might not even be for Dame Lillard. Well, Hugh, if there's any chance of getting Dame Lillard, that's what I want to do. Dame time. Definitely on Dame time. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. But like you said, that has not been – he hasn't made a move yet. He, he hasn't, hasn't asked out. out. Yeah, he hasn't figured out. There's been some speculation. That would be great. And I think that would be a good piece for you to have that could, that, that could come in and, and have some good pieces around him with the players that we have and maybe Joel Embiid and buy into – to what Dame is up. Well, that we've been asking for the alpha to go along with side Joel Embiid, and that's that's the guy. It, it was reported recently that Dame Lillard does not want to play for a stacked team, and I think that's the first time in the whole Dame Lillard saga that he actually described the Philadelphia 76ers. So this might have some legs here. Well, you know what? Maury has shown in the past he'll wait for something to develop, Correct. and that, that could be this. All right, the second part of, of the latest here is about Joel Embiid and, and what he's thinking and might, he might want in this whole thing. They might do a Harden deal in October and deploy the assets they get from that in February. Daryl Maury has no problem playing poker, but it is um, going out on the limb a little bit because they have Joel Embiid, and Joel Embiid is not there for a season where they are not competing for the highest level. So I will say this. The Sixers literally had months to do game theory on this, and they elected to go a certain route with Harden that they knew would create some some tension. That was really fascinating. So, number one, Hugh, he mentions this that this, a trade might not happen right now. He said they could go to the season with James Harden. You want the circus music. Cool. Cue that up. Yeah, they, they want to try to get the best deal that they possibly can. And I think a part of this is the, re- the reason why it probably would take that long is because there's not a whole lot of suitors for James Harden from the jump. And so now he's trying to handle this in a way where he gets to pick and choose where he wants to go. But because I, because we were talking about this morning, it makes the, it makes it easier for him to go somewhere because you can, now you can trade players and match the money. Yep. It's easier that way than opposed to being a free agent. 
because if he's a free agent, only a few teams have enough cap room yeah. for the money he wants. So, yeah. th- th- but that last thing that Wendy said, man, if this we just watched this, he did this with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons wanted out; he didn't get what he wanted, and he waited till February. It, the, the trade requests happen in like the summer. It's just like now, and that trade didn't happen in February. Guys, can you imagine Harden here to start the season unhappy? He's going to wear the Cookie Monster outfit on the court. Dude, <laughs> he's going to be the Cookie Monster. Oh, my goodness. I, I think that, you know, it would be in everybody's best interest to try to get this deal done as soon as possible. Yes. And it will probably be one of those things that if – I would not be surprised if there was not a desirable player out there, if they just went ahead and traded him just, just to, you know, get him off the books and, and move on and try to get the team that they want out there on the court. Yeah, the way he framed it there was he, he they could trade Harden in October and then whatever they get back from Harden, they flip that somewhere in February. I mean, this is – Darren Morey really hasn't done anything yet since he got to Philadelphia that I've been super impressed by. I mean, Harden from – you know, for – and Simmons, excuse me, was the best move. But even that, he gave up a lot of assets just to get Harden here. This would be it if he could turn Harden into something that makes this team a championship team. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Self in North Philly. What's up, Self? Yo, what's going on, doorknob, lock and wrong case. Um, <laughs> what's up, Check Sal? this out, man. Check this out. First of all, I hate Philly fans, man. They some flip-flopping-ass cats. One minute they want him out there, next minute, oh, cry me a river. Like, stop playing. I'm just going to dress the elephant in the room. You know what I mean? I want Kyrie here. I don't want Dane Lillard. I want Kyrie here. First of all, let me give you three things about Kyrie. Kyrie is a Philly-type attitude player. He got the heart, the character, everything that Philly is supposed to embody, he has. The only thing is, is Philly fans ain't embodying it themselves. They acting like little kitty cats, right? Number two, Kyrie would be the most exciting thing here since Allen Iverson, if he got here, right? And I couldn't, I I love to see him run the floor with Maxie on one side and Tobias on the other. You know what I mean? That right there. Down the court, the only one going to be chilling is slow-ass and bum. You know what I'm saying? And number three, he will be the greatest thing that came here since T.O. in that Super Bowl. That's what you're going to get with Kyrie. And damn his personal feelings. That ain't none of, none of our business. What he think, what he feel, what he believe, that's him. He's an individual. He's a man. And if people stop believing what the media say and research themselves, they'll find this factual talk to what he said. Wow, 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 self, 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 listen, he's a great, he's a great, he's a great player, self, he's a great player, we gotta, I I don't want to get into his beliefs and factual or not factual, that, that, let's not do that today, he's a great player, Kyrie Irving, yes, my issue with him is, this, I'm not offended by most things, I, I, I didn't take personal offense to what Kyrie put out there or any of that stuff. Or like, do I care that he thinks the earth is flat? No, it's not. He's a moron for that. But like, that doesn't offend me. Like, it doesn't offend me. What there is a, if the Kyrie thing becomes real, Hugh, here's what worries me about him: 60, 29, 54, 20. He doesn't play. Games. He takes he takes time off. He was at a birthday party during a game once. Number two. I mean, he literally was. He was at his sister's birthday party while the Nets were playing a game. His sister means a lot to him. Now, well, that's good. And number two. Okay. I can't have that in my city. Basketball needs to be number one. Other than when he played with LeBron, all he's done is lost for a great player. He, he the, the Mavericks traded for him. Luka was in the Western Conference Finals the year before. He got there, they just lose. He loses a lot of games for being a great player. 
he can ball. Though. I know he can ball. <laughs> well, uh, so he but he ball. loses a lot. Am I going to have to be the one to stick up for Kyrie no. here? Oh, jeez. He can ball. Well, like, all right. You're talking about how he hasn't won anything without LeBron. LeBron obviously thought Kyrie was good enough to be his running mate on a championship team. Yeah. And we're comparing him to Luka Doncic. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, one of those guys does have a championship ring. One of them does not. So if we're, you know, trying to differentiate between winners and losers here, and I'm not trying to, you know, I, I understand this sounds crazy for me, and I can't believe I'm even going here and call Kyrie a winner. More of a winner than Luka. And didn't Kyrie, like, in the game when they played Golden State, didn't he went off one game? He, he, he was like, he he just went stupid on Sure, him. if you have the, one of the two greatest players of all time, Kyrie can win a lot of games. If you don't, I mean, he was in Boston. They weren't that good. He left. They were better. He won like ten games a year in Cleveland until LeBron got there. Boston different. I, I well, it, he yeah. but hey, he's different. Boston's different. There's yeah. one place that you know, <laughs> I mean, the oil and water with Boston and Kyrie. Yeah, we'll just yeah. say that. We'll just, I, yeah, we'll leave it right there. <laughs> I just got to say, different, we're, different. we're in a really tough spot as a fan base when we're like, you know what? That Kyrie idea sounds like a good one. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's how you hop aboard. All your reaction here to the James Harden news, the trade request. Are you sure they're better off without him? Hugh and Kyle are. I'm not. I'm, I'm not banging the table. Like, I'm not going to lose sleep when he gets traded. Like, good. Move on and, and try to make a better team. But I'm just, you know, understanding and expressing they're probably going to be worse next year without James Harden. He left the, the Thunder. They were worse. He left the Rockets. They've been bad. He left the Nets. They haven't been that good. Like, he's a good player. And now he wants out, and they're probably not going to get much for him. 215-592-9494. Come back. Get all your phone calls here. And... We'll also touch on a big Philly sweep. We don't, we don't want to ignore the Phillies. Fransky will join us at noon. We'll give you our thoughts on the sweep, the pitching last night, and what an amazing play that happened last night. We'll get to it all. And plus, people are upset about something with the team yesterday. That's just why. We'll get to it all coming up. Along with your calls on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Are you trying to feel like websites are spying on you and listening into your conversations? Well, then DuckDuckGo is the browser for you. DuckDuckGo is just like any other internet browser you use on your computer or phone, but it's private and blocks trackers that follow you around the web and auction off your personal data to advertisers. That means no more ads that make you feel like someone is looking over your shoulder. It also has DuckDuckGo private search and email protection to keep your searches and emails more private. Join tens of millions of people using DuckDuckGo and download it today for free in the App Store, Google Play, or visit DuckDuckGo.com.